Welcome to Everything Scary. My name is Lynn, and I'm here with my co-host, local celebrity. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, international celebrity. Thank you. Matt McLean. Hello, hello. <laughs> Every Tuesday, we release a new episode, mostly true crime, but we've also been known to cover a pandemic, a haunting, a super mad, super strong chimpanzee. We'll cover anything and everything scary. Please rate us five stars and join us on Instagram at Everything Scary Pod. Here we go. And go. Are you ready for it? Is he with a ball? Or I saw that the Super Bowl media day happened and Travis Kelsey answered like every question about Taylor Swift with like just class and dignity. I thought it was fucking wicked. You know what? At first, I kind of thought that Travis was a bit of a dope dido. Yeah. But well, no, I mean, he fucking handles himself in a very, very classy mm-hmm. way without yep. saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, Travis is great. Did you see them at the, uh, well, obviously the game that got them into the Super Bowl? Yes. And she ran in there and he was just going to give her a kiss on like the forehead and she mm-hmm. like went full for it. Like and her- somebody said to her, you know you're on camera. And she goes, I don't give a fuck. Nice. I'm like, that a girl, Tay. I did see he was like, all right, I'm going to go hang with the boys. He did that? Yeah, because after, after the game, he's like, I'm going to go to the locker room, hang with the boys. And she's like, yeah, go do your thing or whatever. I love it. I think it's fucking wicked. But. Like, and I have never been into football more in my life. Oh, my God. It's next Sunday. I'm fucking throwing a full. I'm going to get me and my my daughter, like, shirts that says, like, go Taylor's boyfriend. I love it. That's I have to. Yeah, I think you have to. Right. Dang right. So. Good morning or hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you listen. <laughs> Whatever qualifies for when you're listening to this. Lynn and Matt. How was your vacation to Florida? Terrific. Yeah. was amazing. Yeah, I had an amazing time with uh, my nephews, uh, Waylon and Riggs, and my brother-in-law. Riggs is out. a little cute, tiny baby, Riggs right? Riggs is a cute oh. little tiny baby. And, what is he, four? Uh, he is three. <gasps> Did yeah. he have a class photo that you showed me? <laughs> yes, yes. With Where his was roll, his rolled up sleeve. Um, oh, no, not a class photo, a school photo. Fo- sorry, just an individual photo. Oh, she just got like a, an individual. <laughs> or so maybe cute. at the preschool. I'm not sure how it works. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it was awesome. Yeah, we had a great time. We were actually staying in Tampa and didn't realize that the event was in St. Petersburg, which is a little bit out of the way. So we ended up staying at a resort for a night, which I didn't realize resorts existed that weren't all-inclusive in the Bahamas, Jamaica, whatever. They're just called hotels. <laughs> no, these are resorts. You get a wristband. There's not all-inclusive. There's an all-inclusive package you can do. But really? You got, yeah, you stay on the resort. It's It was crazy. I used to go to Dunedin for the Blue Jays spring training. Nice. Um, the first year that I went, we stayed at like a Howard Johnson, mm-hmm. and it was like $45 bajillion. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I have the receipt right in front of me. But- the next year we went, we rented a condo mm-hmm. and it was like half the price and you got a full ass condo with like a kitchen and everything in it. Oh yeah. It was insane. And Dunedin is like one of the most beautiful places ever. Gorgeous, been. isn't it? It's like just a got like interlocked quaint roads little and stuff. Town. Like, I know. It looks fake. It looks like something that the Hallmark Channel produced. Exactly. Yeah. So. Home of your Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, just a quick note off the top of the show here. I had made a poll on Facebook asking if listeners would like a deep dive on this case or if they had already heard too much about it. And a whopping 75% of you said that you had already heard too much about it. 
No. And well, the joke's on you because I had already finished my story. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm doing it anyways, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, here's where I'm at. I'm sick of her now, not back then. You know, oh God, I'm so torn on this because I, I have heard, like, I have another podcast host that I've been talking to in my, like, DMs. And she was saying that, like, she's always been such an advocate for Gypsy. Yeah. And then she comes out and she just shares too much. Da, da. But it's like she didn't get to share fucking anything. I, I agree. She's, like, 32 now. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like she didn't get to have an adolescent. She didn't get to have a childhood. She. If anyone couldn't have guessed, we were doing Gypsy Rose Blanchard today. Yeah. It's going to be a two-parter because it's uh, there's a fucking ton that goes into this case. Um, so here is the case that nobody wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and I also wanted to say thank you to our newest patrons, Laura Coates, who signed up for an annual subscription. Thank you, Laura. Fucking thank you, Laura, so much. I'll be doing up a thank you card for her. You really need to get on that. While we're at the Mexican restaurant for our yes, post-pod so meal. I'm so excited. Are you just going to order for everything? Like, if we just order You get a combo. Like, you can get a combo platter, which is like, you get a tostada, you get a taco, a quesadilla, mm. and a burrito. Mm. Heaven. Heaven. I'm so hungry. Like, Jesus Murphy. If I could just live in a mexican restaurant <laughs> 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 that would be ideal <laughs> so uh yeah laura Coates. we're gonna be sending out a little package with mm -hmm. a cool hatchet bracelet um billy delp thank you so thank much you for know. joining and melissa atkinson we appreciate all of you guys love you it would not even believe are they all on the facebook page melissa atkinson sounds like a familiar name i believe melissa is i believe billy is um Coats, get on it. Coats, come on. What are you doing? Come on. Like, literally, what are you doing? Do you like the name Coats? Like, is that a fun name to have? Or is every asshole just like, going to put you on? It's getting cold out. Okay, my maiden name was Petrick. And people would be like, what are you going to show us, a poo trick? No, that's <laughs> fucking, no, that's just funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut up. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, in our Patreon, we just literally minutes ago, we recorded the Oscar Pistorius case. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really don't know where I land. On You're on the fence. You were like I am. What, 50, do you, what do you think? What guilty, do you think? 100%. You I say 100% say guilty. I think he did it out of, um, that if he just wanted to murder somebody that night. I feel like you should not be a cop or a lawyer. Uh, that's a good call. Because people would be like, this guy did it. And you'd be like, done. He did it. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. That's it, it. Okay. Did the cops say you did it? Okay. Yeah, I'm him. in. Put him away. I don't even want to hear it anymore. I'm in. Ever wondered why people go on killing sprees? Are you interested in exploring the paranormal? Baffled by stories of previous lives? Well, so are we. In each episode, we'll be discussing the weird and wonderful stories of some truly confusing phenomenons and some horrific true crime cases. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and join us every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be prepared to be totally and utterly, 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 utterly perplexed. So before I dive into this case, I wanted to read you an actual article 
that came out in 2015. So here it is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, <laughs> I hope so. The article is from the Springfield News Leader. Oh, that's cute. Adorable plan. I love it. And it reads, a bizarre Facebook post led friends and neighbors to check a woman's home just north of Springfield this weekend. And on Monday morning, their worst fears were confirmed. Dee Dee Blanchard, 38, she was 48. They did right. 38, I was going to say she was 38. <laughs> she was. 30. I get my life together. <laughs> was found inside her home after an anonymous person posted online and claimed responsibility for killing her. Authorities say, meanwhile, Blanchard's wheelchair bound daughter was reported missing only to be found Monday morning in Wisconsin, along with a man authorities are calling a person of interest. Investigators were set up all day Monday around Blanchard's pink house on the 2100 block of North Volunteer Way. And Green County Sheriff Jim Arsenal said detectives traveled from Springfield to Big Bend, Wisconsin, where local authorities found Dee Dee's 19-year-old daughter, Gypsy Blanchard, safe on Monday morning. Arsenal said that the man arrested with Gypsy is not yet being called a suspect and his name has not been released. When asked whether Gypsy, who neighbors say suffers from leukemia and muscular dystrophy, is a suspect in her mother's killing, Arsenal replied, we're not ruling anything out. Investigators have not yet determined a motive in the killing. Friends and neighbors say that they can't imagine why anyone would want to harm the friendly mother who moved to Springfield from Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina. A Facebook poster claimed responsibility for Dee Dee's death with a vulgar post made Sunday afternoon to an account that is shared by Dee Dee and Gypsy. Friends went to the family's home to make sure everything was okay and nobody answered the door. One neighbor entered the home through a window to check on the mother and daughter, but the neighbor did not find anyone inside. The Green County Sheriff's Office was called to investigate after obtaining a search warrant and deputies entered the residence and found Dee Dee deceased of a violent nature. Arsenal said that he did not believe the killing was random and that the public is safe. He said that it was a targeted event, and they said that investigators are working to track the Facebook posts and also look into other leads. Kim Blanchard, a close friend to the Blanchards, who is not related. (laughs) I was like, oh, you screwed that one up. Nope, never mind. (laughs) It's so crazy. Who is not related was among the friends who went to check on the family on Sunday afternoon. Blanchard said she thought something was off when she saw the Facebook post, but initially thought the account had been hacked. It's like the longest article ever. (laughs) When Dee Dee wasn't answering calls or knocks at the door, however, Blanchard believed something might be seriously wrong. So she called 911. There were so many unknowns then this morning to have this information about Didi come out was devastating, Blanchard said. It's just the worst heartbreak you can think of. Blanchard said that Didi was one of the most giving people she knew and that attitude might have come from the woman's experiences during Hurricane Katrina. It may have been part Katrina or it may have been part of her, but she gave everything, Blanchard Mm -hmm. said. She gave of herself and she gave of her stuff. An autopsy was performed on Dee Dee's body Monday afternoon, but Arsnot declined to give specifics on how she was killed. Oh my God. It's just going to be me reading this fucking article for the rest of my life. <laughs> Kevin 
Crobiasir, who lives three doors down from the Blanchards, said Dee Dee used to invite everyone in the neighborhood to a movie at her home on the weekends, where she would project movies onto a large screen in her yard. He said that he was in shock on Monday afternoon upon hearing the news that a woman with this sweet Louisiana accent was dead. She was the nicest lady in the world, he said. I can't believe how anybody could have a bad word to say about her. Other neighbors said that she was always coming up and asking if we need anything from Walmart or wherever they were going. They're kind of like family to us, Carrie Atkins says. Gypsy always had an upbeat attitude despite suffering from muscular dystrophy and leukemia. Angelique Overlord lived around the block from the Blanchards, and she said that her daughter used to attend movie nights at Dee Dee's house. She would bring us Christmas cards and cookies. She was just real giving. I don't understand why anybody would want to hurt her. It is amazing how somebody can have a reputation like hers. So good. so off the like real you, person. Don't you think that you would at some point be like, Something you know, she seems that. so nice, but like something seems a little bit off. Yeah, like this is kind of an older reference, but Kathy Lee Gifford, when she was with Regis when I was younger and watch it, she was just a little too nice and perfect. Did something bad happen with Kathy Lee Gifford? I don't think so. Well, I mean, she had her clothes made in a sweatshop, but I don't know if she how much she knew about that. Huh. <laughs> so maybe she was just too nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um so I'm almost done with this article, I promise. It's not just me reading a fucking article for like an hour. <laughs> um, another neighbor, Cheryl Goss, said that she had known the mother and daughter for the past eight or nine years. They were very sweet people. Thank you, Jesus, Goss said upon learning Gypsy Blanchard had been found. The Waukesha County Sheriff's Department of Wisconsin sent out a press release saying deputies located Gypsy after receiving a request from Green County authorities to check on the residents in the village of Big Bend. More than 60 people attended a vigil for Dee Dee on Monday night in the square in downtown. That's it? 60? Well. For the nicest lady in the community? She'd only moved there after Hurricane Katrina, so it's not like... Uh, yeah, still... So many of those in attendance said that they knew Dee Dee through VisionCon, uh, the gaming and sci-fi convention. Oh, yeah. Woof. Uh, <sighs> the Blanchards are big fans of Star Wars movies, the attendee said. Habitat for Humanity is urging local communities to support the family. The news is definitely... <laughs> oh, man, hey, just wait a second, people, before you put out your statements when someone's dead. It's crazy. Uh, the news is devastating for Habitat for Humanity and the families. Larry Peterson, the executive director, said in a news release. So, you know, I think that probably everyone's heard of this case. What do you think? I think so. <laughs> That's my Gypsy Rose impression, by the way. It's a 10. It's really, really good. Can you do it again? Thank you. Um, yeah, I think... Say the D is fire. The, the, oh, God. <laughs> Say it. All right. Um, listen, all you haters need to back off, okay? They're just jealous, babe, because that D is fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gypsy. Gypsy. Oh, you spray her with, with a cold water bottle. Hanging out oh, with damn. the AEW world doing? champion. So, Gypsy was just released from prison on December the 28th, which kind of seems like an asshole to move to me. Like, they're oh, yeah. like, 
why not three days earlier? Like fucking release her on Christmas. If you're just, oh, yeah. What are the three days going to do? Maybe she was, maybe they were looking at it. You know what? We're going to release her on the second. Uh, put her, you know what? Let's release her before New Year's and she can have some plans. <sighs> I don't know. I even counted down. I never had a New Year's growing up. That is a thing though, Matt. Like the baby voice in women is an actual thing when it comes to like traumatic events that happen in your childhood. So if you ever meet someone who has a baby voice, it's probably not a great idea to openly mock them. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, yep, definitely have done that. What would you do if you, like, finally met your fiance, Caitlin, and she would say, Hey, Jimmy, you I the mean, I kind of, with the blondes, you got to give them a little bit of grace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so if saying, Gypsy was if Gypsy was blonde, you'd be like, "This is fine." I'd be like, "Listen, you sound great," and uh, I love babies. I was like, "You this are sick. You have the voice of a generation. It's a fucking infant." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Gypsy was released. She served eight and a half years of her ten-year sentence uh, for organizing the death of her mother, Dee Dee Blanchard. Uh, you and I, a couple recordings ago, we had, you know, put just a free conversation yeah. yeah, up on our Patreon. It wasn't scripted. I had very little facts in front of me. So this is definitely going to be a bit more organized. It is going to be two parts. Whoa, a two-parter. And for the first time in the history of this podcast, I am leaving after part one, and then we are going to record part two yeah, later. That's weird. So like... Are we going to forget? Oh, that's why you I sent won't. that text. Oh, my God. Man. That's why. I thought it was so fucking weird that you said that. Of course, it makes complete sense. And yes, yes, I would like a copy of the script to review oh, before we record my again. God. I didn't realize we were just doing. Um, sorry. Yes. I, I told that, Matt that I would send him my script from this episode before we recorded for part two so that he could brief himself because I, I think anyone who's listened to this podcast for more than five minutes knows that Matt don't know shit. Knows that Matt does not retain <laughs> any information. He does I'm I'm fairly certain he actually doesn't think that murder exists. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> so, so that's that's what you just heard yes. there. Is Matt realizing yes, that maybe of course. You make sense. I yes, I think it's a great idea. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is definitely going to be a little bit more organized and a factual telling of the events. So, if you're on our Patreon, you heard us chat about it, but still listen to this episode because it's it's a lot more detailed. And I wanted to start off by saying that you and I seem to have differing opinions when it comes to this case. Yes. What is yours? You are. I don't really think she should have been in jail at all. Yeah. You don't feel that way because you bleed blue. What is that? Is that the. Oh, police? Yes. Oh. You agree with everything, every legal stance. You're like, if I was to bring a cop in here right now and say that no. your dog Clark had murdered somebody, you'd be like, well, Clark, you got to fucking go to jail then again. I mean, he is taking out a few birds in his day. <laughs> He's like, isn't this a present? I'm like, ah, that's a horrible. Yeah, I like wrestling. Not birds with no heads. Jesus. Clark, dog. and then you call the police. That's why they're here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never thought about that. Calling the cops on your dog? Well, okay. I think OJ's guilty. 
and the, he was innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only one, though. Yeah. Like, normally I'm like, Probably. yeah, and then they put I this do. guy who I, I can give you, like, facts that he didn't do it. Well, nope. I do trust I the, I do put a lot of faith in this system. Okay, so tell process. me why and how. Like, if you can put like, yourself into Gypsy's shoes and for like 19 years of your life, yeah. you didn't get to stand up, you didn't get your head and your eyebrows were being shaved. Like, and we'll, we'll go into it, but she did try to escape more than once. Yeah. Um, I just think that. Do you think you just sacrificed yourself at that point? You're like, well, I can't kill anybody, so I guess I'll just. <sighs> Well, is murder the only was murder the only way out, and maybe it was for her? We'll go into it, but like one of the first times. Okay, I'm going to say this to you right now. Innocent in all of this, and and I do believe she did deserve to go to jail. Eight years seems a little long for me. I'm going to tell you this right now: is that Gypsy tried to shoot her mom herself. Oh, and she also tried running away before all of this transpired. I mean, like. When you're getting, and like you see just on Instagram yesterday, I think she posted a picture of her in like um, a sports bra. Mm-hmm. And you can see the giant scar where like her feeding tube went into. And like she's had all these yeah. fucking surgeries that's like they're taking the lining of her stomach to coat her esophagus because she is, she she's got bad acid reflux. Yeah. Ugh, okay. We'll get into it. So. Gypsy Rose, well, you know, with her wrestling loving husband, and and the guy that killed her mom was like super into WWF. Well, that makes more sense she than a thought, guy that like, owns a was... car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she thought she was like escaping to be with like this Wonder Man, and then she like went into his bedroom, and it was like he had a comforter that had like WWF. <laughs> okay, don't laugh. You're like, where do I get that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have heard of murder memorabilia. I'm like, I wonder if I can get those sheets. <laughs> so, you know, you're like pretty straight edge when it comes to like the law and stuff like that. And me, I, I think of myself like straight edge. I have broken many a law. I, I love have... skirting the law, but I also believe that the law should be enforced. Yeah, it's not so for like me. you skirt it and then they come up to you. They're like, hey, what are you doing here? You're like, arrest me. Uh, I fucked up. No, I'd be like, don't arrest me. Arrest that guy. Doing the same thing. Yeah, but I'm here. That's called gaslighting. Yes. Yes, that is correct, (laughs) officer. I consider myself to be like a little bit more of like the rebellious, like the James Dean of podcasting. Oh, nice. Thank you so much. Smoking darts, pop collar. leaning up on a car. Fucking "Mm, right. I don't play by any rules. You're like, "Mm, (laughs) you want to race pink slips? All right. All right. Isn't that in Greece? Uh, I think Greece. Do we even have? I I don't think I have a pink slip for my car. Is that a pink stuff? It's ownership, but yeah, it's not pink. So you know, all that to say, I make my own laws. Yeah, and I feel that uh, I don't think she would have gone to jail. You think that? Is there cases where there's cases where somebody's killed somebody and they haven't gone to jail? A justifiable. We did one on the sleepwalker killer. So why was this not a justifiable? Did they try to go for that defense? She pled guilty. Over, oh yeah, she took a deal and pled guilty. Like I know that maybe if it had gone to court, it would have turned out a different way. But no, she pled guilty. So Nick Godejohn is uh, in there for life with no possibility of parole. Yeah, that's we'll get into him too. Although I mean, he was the actual, and he, you know what? I'm 
fairly confident in saying that I think it he would have killed somebody sooner or later. Oh, really? Okay. He was very, very So it wasn't the case of, like, uh, her Gypsy taking was, advantage of, like, some little dumb, dumb country No, bumpkin. like, he was on the spectrum, but he believed he was, like, a fucking 200-year-old vampire and all this shit, and he loved murder. Oh, and, okay. And she said, when she got with her now husband, this will all make sense in a little bit, guys, I promise, but when she got with her now husband, she said, like, she felt so guilty, and her husband said, you shouldn't feel guilty because if you ask me to kill your mom, I would say, no, let's go to the authorities. (laughs) 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 And and so her kind of thing is like, yeah, I asked him to, but like any person with a normal brain would say, we're probably not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's get into it here. Let's do it. Let's get right into it. Talk about that fire D. So before we dive right into it, I'm just going to read you a short little blurb that I put here about uh, Muchhausen by proxy. Do you know anything about it at all? Just from um, a little bit in The Sixth Sense and in uh, this case. <gasps> Mishka Barton. What? Mishka Barton. That's who it was? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. The little girl She's a little the girl in no Sixth way. Sense. That her mom's putting, mom's the stuff been in the poisoning her. Yeah. That's Munchausen by proxy, right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. remember in the, when they're like all gathered around for the wake and they're like, they say the little one's getting sick too now. And yeah. It's like her little sister's getting sick. And then Haley Joel, Joel Osmond. Creep, yeah. Yeah. He brings the video to the dad. That's right. And the dad. How could you? Yeah. Oh, God. Look, I have goosebumps. That was a good movie. Yeah. And that's Mishka Barton. Yeah. From the OC. So the past we referred to this as Muchhausen by proxy, but now we call it uh, fictitious disorder imposed on another. Mm, Okay. And it was, you know, the new definition. It was coined because it describes a behavioral pattern rather than underlying psychiatric syndrome yeah you don't really know anything when you hear well proxy gives you a little bit of it makes you feel like it's a condition that they were born with you know what i mean like yeah good call yeah it does yeah it does but it's not it's you're a fucking asshole (laughs) that's what it is that's the definition yeah. of it. They should just call it you're a fucking, you're a fucking asshole. asshole. Oh, what's she suffering with? Oh, she's got oh. you're a fucking asshole. Oh, I've heard that. Oh. Ugh, Good luck with that. Not great. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's more accurate because uh, the FDIA, which is the fictitious disorder imposed on another. <laughs> okay. It's really long. I think that's why they haven't like not a lot of people have adapted to it. Yeah. It's a relatively rare but increasing issue, and it's a severe form of child abuse. Studies reported that a mortality rate of between 6 and 10% wow. of all children that are affected by it, it becomes lethal for them. I think that we're going to see, I mean, I assume a lot of this by DD, by other people, that this, this disease, whatever you want to call it. Not um, a disease. Not a disease. My shitty apologies. Shitty personality. It's, it's, that's correct. You're a shitty person. Um, I feel like a lot of these people are doing it for sympathy, for attention. And I think with the rise of social media, TikTok specifically, I think that we're going to see more cases of this shit. So here's the thing is like, I've always felt this way, especially like I used to watch Catfish back in the day. Oh, yeah. I don't. And I know that there's something chemically off with these people, but like, I don't understand. Like, 
if I put a photo of somebody that's not me online mm-hmm. and then I chat with people and then they think that picture's me and they give me all these compliments, mm-hmm. what gratification do you get from that? Like you, that's not you. It doesn't matter. They're seeing that. They're seeing you're so beautiful. But you're not. But I don't think that you care. I think that you, as the catfisher with the fake photo, are seeing, oh, you're my world. You mean so much to me. And I think in the most part, I think that they look at that and they're like, wow, I'm really loved by somebody, not that realizing it's sense bullshit. To me. Well, I mean, you know, it's some sort of a mental issue. I, I it doesn't that, make sense to me, along with this much has Like, it's like, your kids, I know. Anything First of all, it's your kid yeah. that's getting the attention. Second of all, it's like no, but the moms they don't hero. have these illnesses. Yeah, Dee like, Dee is is really brave for for really guiding Gypsy through. I all just that. I've never understood these, and I can understand a lot of mental illness things, but like these couple things, like I've just it's not real. It's everything you're doing is fake. So mm-hmm. it's like, why do you get? You must know that the compliments and everything that you're receiving are fake now i also think if you tell a lie so much eventually in your mind it becomes the truth i think that those lines get blurred a lot more than we know especially in cases like this yeah i think that listen i think she's just fucking well shitty personality she sucks yeah so the long and short of it was that Gypsy Rose Blanchard was a child who was horribly medically abused by her mother. She was forced to be in a wheelchair. Her head was shaved. She underwent so many surgeries. Oh, fuck. Crazy. And it was all for attention and financial gain, which kind of like, I mean, I, not in a fucking bajillion years would I ever do it, but at least the financial gain is kind of like, I see a purpose there. Sure. Yeah. So Gypsy, at the age of 19, had met a guy online. Uh, his name was Nick Godajohn, and they soon became boyfriend and girlfriend online. And they hatched a plan to kill her mother so that she could escape the regular abuse that she was enduring on a regular basis. So that was the quick version of like mm-hmm. what the story is all about. But there's so much more to it. So let's start with Dee Dee. And the teeth. I know it was from the miniseries, but when her mom had her teeth pulled, that's a like it, it, it was the most horrific scene. And the little the girl that played Gypsy Rose was outstanding. The worst is that like now she has dentures now that she's out, but when she was in jail, they wouldn't spring for dentures. So it was like she had to like live with oh like a gummy like a just no. I don't think she had nothing. Like I think yeah. that they probably allowed her like a partial maybe so mm-hmm. that she was able to eat. Yeah. But yeah, no, she didn't have anything that was aesthetically pleasing. I know that, you know, she's got a lot of like metal in her mouth. Oh yeah. You can see it when she smiles. But I think that there's been a few dentists that have said, Hey Gypsy, we'll fix it for free. Like you're free now and they're going to do it with. The the thing that a lot of people don't understand too, though, is when you start to lose your teeth, the bone starts to wear away. So, like, unless you have something that's holding it there, like, you need either teeth or a denture or something like that, your bone gradually recedes. What the hell do you think you know about dentures? (laughs) Like, what qualifies you to make any comments? (laughs) Where have you ever been around a denturist? First and foremost, I've told you that (laughs) the chattering teeth that you see at Party City, I put those into people's mouths, Matt. Here, I'm fixing you for your dentures. Yeah. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) They got away from me again. Hold Uh. on. I'll get them. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we're going to go with Dee Dee. Her name was Claudine Petrie. She was born as the youngest of six. Her parents were Emma and Cloud Petrie, and she was born on May 3rd, 1967. And they instantly gave her the nickname of Dee Dee, and it was said that she was her mother's favorite. And being her favorite came with some perks, like Dee Dee was allowed to go to college and get a car, which was something that her siblings were not allowed to do. Well, youngest of six, resentment much? The baby I, I gets actually everything? just bought Max a car the other day, so we're going to, if you see a four-year-old driving a car, that's Max. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, her siblings weren't allowed to do any of those things. And... Who really knows with this family? But apparently, Dee Dee had a heart murmur. So her family and her mom in particular would not allow her to go outside and play with the rest of the kids. Mm-hmm. Would dote on her, maybe. Yeah, just mm-hmm. she would like stare out the window and like wait for somebody to come in and talk to her because maybe her mom had a hint of a little shot, a little munchausy. <laughs> oh, much has Rue. Um, so when Dee Dee was 24, she met 17-year-old Rod Blanchard oh. at a bowling alley. Oh, he, <laughs> we're most statutory. You're like, yeah. We're more. Bowling alley? Ooh, I'm Statutorily gray relationships start. Good spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, he noticed with her, like he was from Louisiana, New Orleans, so he noticed that there was something different about Dee Dee and the way she carried herself and the way she talked. And so that kind of like intrigued him a little bit. And so he decided that he would buy her a drink, which I don't know how because he's 17. And oh, well, you don't you think that the bartender at the bowling alley is uh, on top of his smart surf? God, I wish I was a teenager <laughs> in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to go down to the Brunny, the Brunswick House in Toronto, where we would drink underage, like a normal person. <laughs> normal Canadian. <laughs> so yeah, he bought her a drink, and then the two began chatting. Now, what should be known is that Rod's mother worked at the local library, and she once noted that when she was checking in books, she would come to find out that one that had been previously taken out by her son's new girlfriend from that library Creepy. was Dee Dee Petrie. And that book was called How to Get Pregnant. Oh, get this is come off of it. She and obviously wanted her mom. I don't think so. I think she guy. really just wanted to know. And she was like, well, I don't know. Maybe she won't check. Uh, but, you know, the fucking book worked because how long three months. Book is it? After they met, <laughs> Dee Dee was pregnant with the couple's child. Jeez, takes a whole book. You could probably put in most of it in a pamphlet. No, like a threefold pamphlet? I mean, it's the pictures. <laughs> oh my God, you're perfect. <laughs> so Rod had always been told that if you get a girl pregnant, it's his responsibility as the man. He has to do the honorable thing. He has to marry her. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. He hoped that one day his feelings would grow. And he would actually be able to fall in love with Dee Dee. Oh, wow. Take, that's, a, that's a pretty, that's I don't a, know. That's either, a bold move. Either nice or awful. <laughs> he said that she was a good Southern girl and she liked to cook. So what more could you ask for? Well, I don't know. Rod hoped and he hoped and he hoped. I am. 
And then one day, three months into the marriage, Rod woke up. It was right before his 18th birthday. And he thought to himself that he can just not continue to live this way. <laughs> 18. He was so young and he really didn't know what he wanted, but he knew what he didn't want. And that was Didi. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of thinking. Okay. I'm not a kid anymore. Okay. I'm 18. I'm an adult. Hey, hey, Didi. Can you just one more time Dude, teach me about bed mass? Can you show me <laughs> can you show me that pamphlet again? Can you do that thing? So, you know, even at that young age, he still said, like, he vowed to pay child support and mm. he wanted to be in his baby's life. But there had to be more out there than mm. what was going on with him and Didi. And on July 27th of 1991, Gypsy Rose Blanchard was born. Gypsy Rose. Rod would say that she was beautiful and in perfect health. As a baby, her loved ones would call her Possum. And once you hear that nickname, you'll never be able to unsee it. <laughs> I just, yeah. Because Gypsy does look like a Possum. Oh, that's all. I thought she would like sleep all the time. <laughs> no, she looks like a little Possum. Oh, my God. Hanging from upside down. <laughs> Hanging from her tail. She had scruffy blonde hair and she had these small dark eyes. Gypsy was actually very smart as a young child. In one home video, you can hear a relative asking her where her cranium, her gluteus maximus, and her phalanges are. What are they, Matt? Um, I'm going to say your head, your cranium. butt. Phalange sounds like a fucking car part. I'm going to say your chest. <laughs> Fingers? Yes. Get out of here. And so Gypsy pointed to her head, her bum, and her fingers. And in the same video, she's asked how old she is, and she holds up one finger to indicate that she's one. Oh, that's pretty smart, actually. And in full disclosure, at one, not one single one of my children was able to tell you how old they uh, were. Full disclosure, she was seven at the time. <laughs> no, full disclosure, <laughs> my kids were falling behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm not saying like there's I know that there's plenty of babies out there that can do that. Mine were not. Any of those, <laughs> but they weren't any of the plenty. <laughs> and uh, when she is later depicted as delayed, it just to me, like, does, doesn't second. seem that way. Yeah. She what? knew she was this many when she was that many. I don't know what the I barely know how many I am. Yeah, I don't have that many fingers. <laughs> so, when Gypsy was only three months old, Dee Dee claimed that she would have seizures and she would stop breathing while she slept. When she brought her in to be checked out, Gypsy was diagnosed with sleep apnea. You know what's up. Uh, here, yeah, where okay. my dog's let's, at. Let's hear a little bit about the glamorous life of a sleep apnea patient. You just have, uh, essentially, it is snoring um and its simplest form and uh you have an issue with your soft palate so you use positive air pressure via a CPAP machine and a mask ladies line up please <laughs> um and it just keeps constant it's just like somebody's kind of like just blowing in your mouth the whole night is it is it relaxing um it's not unrelaxing like now it's 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 right in the middle it's, did you hate it at the beginning yeah the first if you've ever been diagnosed with sleep apnea they tell you to get a machine and a mask the first week is hell really and then once you have your first full night's sleep you're like holy shit this my, is crazy my girlfriend michelle has a sleep apnea mask oh i've never heard like, of a lady having it how oh, progressive yeah, she has it. and it's like when she wants to get like randy with her husband she like turns over to him like fucking darth vader <laughs> 
You will come over to the dark side of the bed. <laughs> but all that to say that there's two different types. So most people have obstructive sleep apnea. I don't know which one I have. Um, where the muscle relaxes too much and it prevents air from going into the lungs. Mm, which that is sounds... soft palate stuff. Yeah. But the type of sleep apnea that Gypsy allegedly had was central sleep apnea. And that's when the brain doesn't send proper signals. To breathe, essentially. Did she have, I know that, you know, she was diagnosed and stuff, but was there any legitimate ailments in hindsight? Um, without like, spoiling the entire case, because I think that probably everybody knows about this case already, but do you know what Gypsy has? No. She has a lazy eye. Are you serious? That's it. <laughs> That's it. And I have a lazy eye, so she could be a fucking podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or God. she could work with dentures. I, I mean, <laughs> I hope those fucking doctors and hospitals gotten shit for all this. Well, she's looking into it, but I mean, like medical malpractice is so hard. Yeah, it to is. Yeah. Like penetrate. Yeah. It's wild. So yeah, so that's the type of sleep apnea that Gypsy apparently had. Uh, Rod thought. So Rod, her dad, thought that maybe he had, when he learned of his daughter's diagnosis, maybe he had given up on his marriage too soon. And maybe he just should have stayed and tried to work it out with the mother of his baby. Kind of like good guy, Rod. Rod is a fucking rock star. And I think, have we been seeing him on her socials? Like, that's the dad in, in the... The blue eyes, super handsome. <sighs> I don't, I, you know what? I don't recall that part. No, he's really handsome. And does he have other kids? Because she was with like her sister. Yeah. And I figured, yes. is that, but yeah. that's not a really full, pretty blonde chick. Is it a half sister? Yes. It's, okay, so, so it's Rod and Christie's. I got you. Okay. Her sister's blonde. Yeah, you like her, yeah. right? Well, I don't know. I just, you know. I don't know. I mean, we haven't really chatted. I don't know why she says she's like me. <laughs> <laughs> so he decided that he was going to move back in and he was going to try it out with Dee Dee again. Because he was worried about his daughter and he just, you know, she had a medical condition and he wanted to be there. Be close. The dude was fucking 17 years old. Yeah. Like, I think that. More of a man than most. I think that there's a fraction, like a small fraction of men that would have stuck it out mm -hmm. with a baby at 17 and that now she's got medical conditions. Mm. Allegedly. So, like I said here, we're going to learn that Rod is pretty stand-up character there is one part here that made me think that he was a bit of an asshole mm. but i mean fuck nobody's perfect right all right all right what do you do hey sipa, sipa. hey hey it's, it's, um, that's how rod sounds i'll tell you what he did because <laughs> i think rod's everybody voice. already knows this case but when her parole came up he works on like a fishing boat like i think he like does like shrimp, or tuna or shrimp like company? Fucking whatever yeah, yeah and so he would go out for months at a time and so when Gypsy's parole came up, he said he couldn't be there because he was uh, in the middle of a month-long trip mm -hmm. out doing like what he had to do. But his wife, Christy, went. So I was just kind of, at, at that point, I was kind of like, eh, well, uh, that's kind of shitty. Like, yeah. I, if it was my kid, I would have been there, but. I don't know. I could kind of see that. I don't know the shrimp in business. Maybe it's like, you got to get here now. Have you ever Forrest Gump? Like, you don't know the <laughs> I'm pretty much this, an expert in Do you want the stool? So. Here, do you want the stool? No, uh, how many stools? <laughs> I've got like a whole like. Oh yeah, you got three stools or a couch worth of stools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get some fucking proper furniture. You're gonna have so many stools, Jesus. 
Take your chair back. I have, I have a chair. Okay. I have a chair and stool. <laughs> so Rod tried again to move back in, but again, he realized he could not tolerate Dee Dee. And I get it because, uh, I mean, ever since I've learned about her, she has not been alive. And I still find her extremely irritating. I'm going to go on a limb with a hot take. A little controlling. Yeah. This oh, boy. <laughs> so after he realized that she was the worst. Unbearable. He left again. And while he saw all of the tension that she would give to Gypsy, he thought to himself that she was actually a really good mom. Like, he really approved of mm -hmm. the things that she was doing. And, like, she was a nurse's aide. Like, she had gone to school for that. And so, when it came to, like, so yeah, you a layman isn't going to talk to somebody who has medical mm -hmm. information and just say, like, well, are you sure? Like, he just assumed that everything she was saying was Right. Yeah, and she's probably using the terminology. Right, and stuff. exactly. Like, you know, it's general sleep apnea. Exactly. It's a brain signal thing. So not to mention that Dee Dee had actually gone to nursing school. God, why do I talk? <laughs> Did you say that she went to nursing school? I know that she was a nurse's aide. I don't think that was a repeat. I'm not going to fault you for that. Well, she went to nursing school and she became a nurse's aide. So like she had. That's a repeat. Get out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You look so defeated. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just quit. You just walk out. <laughs> Take my weird pink dick microphone with me. <laughs> you guys, I bought a new microphone so yeah. that I can record these solo episodes. And uh, Matt put the... Uh, windsock. I is call that it. called a windsock? Yeah, mic sock, windsock. On it. And it fully Ooh. looks like a dick. I liked it because I thought it was pink and it was pretty. And now all I can see is a very girthy wiener. <laughs> Penis. So, Rod would move on, and he would marry a girl that he knew from high school. Her name was Christy. Dee Dee actually knew her, too. They both worked at the hospital together. And Christy would later say that Dee Dee was warm and kind to her until she found out that Rod was dating her, and that, of course, doomed their relationship. Mm -hmm. So, the long and short of it is that Rod tried desperately to have a relationship with his daughter. Christy, Rob's new wife, loved Gypsy as if she was one of her own. At the age of four years old, Rod saw his daughter in a wheelchair for the first time. And he said that every single time after that, he never saw her stand again. Yeah, I, I know there was a thing that when she was in court, people were like, holy, when she didn't come in in when a wheelchair. When she walked in. Yeah, like the gallery and stuff. Imagine like, how you could hear like, the crazy <gasps> that would be. Right. So, Dee Dee had informed him that Gypsy was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, and she would be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. Rob said that once, like I said, <laughs> once he saw Gypsy in the wheelchair, he never saw her without it. Rod said he felt as if Dee Dee was moving Gypsy further and further away from him. So, like, their first move was, like, one hour away from him, and then their second move was, like, four hours away from him. Well, you got to... <laughs> Get away from the one person that can stand up to you. Especially, like, right? because she ended up changing her date of birth a bunch of times, too. So, like, Rod would be the one other person that really knew for sure how yeah. old Gypsy was. Uh, he said that when he would visit Gypsy, she would always be a little standoffish with him. And by the time that, like, during their visits, when she began to, like, loosen up, by that time, the visit would be over. over. And it was so long before he got to see her again so like she'd clam up all again and then you know it'd be starting to take a while to yeah 
like Clarkie. That's exactly right. <laughs> and in 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, where Gypsy and Didi were living. And according to Didi, their home was absolutely destroyed. And along with the house, Gypsy's medical records were also destroyed. How convenient. I wonder if a lot of people did that during Katrina. And said like, oh, that's crazy. No, all of my records are gone. I have no, that's whatever. I don't have any tax but records like, what anymore. could you benefit from? Like, um, yeah, I don't. I want all the suppository. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> so, you know, therefore, doctors had to take Dee Dee at her word when it came to Gypsy's ailments. Mm-hmm. Her fucking records got destroyed. We don't have computers, apparently. Yeah, and uh, we don't uh, have any medical degrees to do any follow-up or examination. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said that she has this? Oh, well, oh. I guess. Oh, nurse's aid? Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so after they had been released from the hospital for minor injuries after the hurricane, um, they were life-flighted by helicopter to Missouri. Missouri, yes. What? Life? Yeah. Like uh, like the Aurora? Like a helicopter. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That Thank was... you. <laughs> now you know what ha- Dude, I, now I know what a helicopter thank is. God. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> so in Missouri, they were gifted a home. You know, Habitat for Humanity came through in a pinch mm-hmm. and they completely refurbished a home. They painted it like a pale pink on the outside. There was like a nice long white wheelchair ramp for gypsy they also ensured that all the light switches were like lower down Mm. so that she could turn on the light and uh, the doors were widened so that she could for the wheelchair yep there was also a jacuzzi style bathtub so that it would like soothe her sore muscles the home was given to them fully furnished and they were gifted a minivan and later on after the minivan died they were gifted a black nissan cube Ugh. You know what? I take the dead minivan. <laughs> I know you just need something to get from A to B. Beggars can't be choosers. You can be a little choosy. <laughs> Looks like a bomb disposal unit. <laughs> so, upon meeting her new neighbors, Dee Dee would make it well known of all the things that her young daughter was suffering from. Oh, of course. She had leukemia that she would be receiving radiation and chemotherapy for. She had muscular dystrophy, which resulted in her having to be in a wheelchair. She had a feeding tube. She suffered from severe migraines. She had epilepsy. And that wasn't even the half of it. She had a bitch for a mom. Yeah. Forgot her that mom one. Sucked. <laughs> but by all accounts, Gypsy seemed to be in the right hands, right? Like, Dee Dee's fucking yeah, killing nurse's it. nurse's aid. To anyone on the outside looking in, Dee Dee looked like she was the best mom in the world. She had quit her job as a nurse's aide and had given all of her attention to her sick daughter. Rod now lived 11 hours away from his daughter. And he would try his best to keep in contact with her, especially like on birthdays or holidays. And he would send gifts, but Dee Dee would pass them off as gifts that she had bought for Gypsy. Oh my God, there's no end to her horribleness. On her 18th birthday, he called to wish her a happy birthday, and Dee Dee told him not to tell her that she was turning 18. She told him that Gypsy would be confused due to her mental delay, and it was just better that he leave her age out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's trying to, like, age her probably younger. 
Well, here's the thing is, I don't know if I wrote it in here, but she was giving like ages that Gypsy was supposed to die by. Mm. Like first it was like five and then it was like 10 and then it was 20. So like all these ages kept coming and going and she was still alive. So that's why she was trying to age Gypsy backwards. So that like God only knows what would have actually happened Mm -hmm. because a lot of these cases do result in people killing their kids well and i think if you have a kid with a disability you probably get a little bit of more assistance from the government oh, yeah. up until they're 18 or that's actually a know. really good point too so maybe it was something to do with that i don't know but i know that you know with no job they had an income yeah so you know i'm pretty sure that we know how this story ends mm-hmm. Dee was faking 99 percent of gypsy's illnesses ever since she was an infant and i think that's to me that's what a lot of people don't understand is she didn't know anything other than being sick. She knew that she could walk and she knew that she could eat, mm-hmm. but like all these other things she thought, but you know, I live my life trying every single day not to fuck up my kids with like something that would go unnoticed. You know what I mean? Like just something that I didn't even realize I said it or did it like just nothing catastrophic. Yeah. yeah. And I think, oh my God, what if like something I did fuck up my kids in the long run? Because everybody has issues when they grow up. Sure, Can you yeah. imagine this fucking laundry list about like issues? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, well, you know, she should have just stood up and she should have done this. And it's like, well, she was in a wheelchair at four years old and her mom was able to fucking keep her in a wheelchair. I can't get my four-year-old <laughs> to sit down and eat his dinner ever, ever. Yeah. There's not one single day in my life that Max has sat down without getting up at least half a dozen times. In Dee Dee Blanchard's defense, have you tried shaving his head, eyebrows, and pulling his teeth? Fine. Tonight, I'll have do <laughs> Okay. Stay tuned on our Instagram. Max is getting his head shaved. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. Yeah. She, Gypsy was obviously very submissive to her mother. Well, it is, you know, I, to say, Gypsy, you should have just gotten up and leave. It's, you know, it, it's the same thing if somebody's in an abusive relationship. Well, just leave that guy. And, and here's the thing. It's is like simple she, on paper, but it's so complicated. She, Dee Dee kept moving her from places, right? So, like, the only, and I hate to quote Dr. Phil, but Dr. Phil always says, like, you're an island, and you're supposed to allow your kids to go out a certain distance, and then they come back. Mm-hmm. And then you go allow them to go a little bit further, and then they mm. come back. And then they go a little bit further, but you're always stationed. You're right. their island. Yeah. And Dee Dee was her island. Mm. Like, she was the only consistent thing in her life. Yeah. So it's like, what else? Where was she going to go mm. as a little kid? And, like, she did get, she's like, if I followed the rules and, like, you know, I did what my mom was saying— I would get like a new doll or I'd get a new. And I know at this age, like my kids are like, if I could literally get my kids to do fucking anything for a reward. Yeah. So I don't know. It's all sad. Crazy. It's crazy. Something like this can go on and fail so many systems. There's so many systems can fail this, like the vetting process for habitats, you know, the, which I'm sure has probably changed since this, the hospitals, the doctors, the nurses, hospital staff, how they interact with patient right. advocates, I'm sure has changed. It's crazy. Like they, so many people failed her and a lot of people recognized too what Didi was doing. Yeah. Like there's doctors that said like, Mother may be suffering from much health by proxy. Right. But then they just didn't do anything else about it. Wow. Like, and don't you take like a 
Hippocratic Oath. Thank you so much for saying that word. To do no harm, I think is generally what it is. Well, isn't it doing harm if you don't speak up? Yeah. Patient advocacy. So, you know, she had uh, been faking these illnesses. Gypsy had a feeding tube surgically put into her uh, that had to be changed every six months because stomach acid would erode the part that went inside of her body. Mm. Dee Dee used to put ore gel on Gypsy's gums to numb them, which would cause Gypsy to drool. And she would then have her uh, salivary glands removed as a result. Uh, And Gypsy would be put under a local anesthetic and have part of her stomach lining removed so that they could use it to coat her esophagus because she would, according to Dee Dee, she suffered from severe acid reflux. She would also have her head shaved regularly because Dee Dee wanted to keep up appearances. And if she really had cancer and she wanted to keep up the appearance like that she really had cancer and was going through the treatment, when Dee Dee would shave her head, she would also shave off her eyebrows. Gypsy would stay in the hospital for months on end, especially when she was just having these tubes inserted Mm -hmm. into her. And all the while, her father, Rod, had kept her on his insurance and he would try his best to send more money than he was required to send in order to, you know, subsidize a little bit, yeah. living expenses. Neighbors would say that Dee Dee was the kind of person who did not like to ask for help. A bull fucking shit. Meanwhile, she was receiving all sorts of donations and trips for Gypsy. They would get to go to Disney World and Disneyland. Rod said that whenever he heard that Gypsy was able to go to one of these special like Mm make-a-wish kind of thing events he would up his child support payments by a couple hundred dollars just so that she could get souvenirs and eat and stuff like that which i am sure that Dee passed that money right off his hers and (laughs) yeah right is that what you're gonna say i was gonna say i'm sure Dee gave gypsy rose the money and said this is from your father to buy souvenirs no she's trash (laughs) i I bet Dee didn't even buy her anything She's probably just got a bunch of free stuff from the Disney people. You know what the saddest thing is, too, is that, like, she had her feeding tube inserted into her stomach. And, like, so really, Dee Dee's in complete and utter control at that point in time. Like, you can put anything you want into this child because she's not tasting it, right? So, and Gypsy said that she would sit there in front of her and she would eat whatever she wanted. Oh, fuck. Like, fried chicken. Like, the smell of fried chicken. Anything. Anything. Imagine if somebody came in front of me right now without a stomach tube and started eating like tacos. Yeah, I'd sure. be like, I have to kill this person. <laughs> I don't even have a stomach tube and I'd kill that person. <laughs> so Gypsy was even able to go backstage at a Miranda Lambert concert where the singer wrote her a personal check as a donation to, you know, yeah. donate to her cause. And as all of this was happening, Dee Dee kept on telling people that Gypsy was terminal. She was not going to live past her 20th birthday. Gypsy knew that she could walk and she knew that she could eat. But this had all been going on so long that she didn't even realize why her mother was telling her to fake all these ailments. Like, it's just. Yeah. You it's grow just part up, of your life, your reality now. Right? So Dee Dee would always hold her daughter's hand and when Gypsy would talk, if she ever said anything outside of what her mother had coached her into saying, Dee Dee would squeeze her hand so hard that it hurt and she would know then that she had to shut up. I saw that. Did you? I saw that. Yeah. There was a, a news clip. 
Really? Yeah, where you can see they zoom in on the mom squeezing. And it didn't look like a violent thing. It didn't look like it. Or it just almost looked like a bit of a correction. Yeah, it was like, listen up. Yeah, you're fucking up our gig. As a young child, Gypsy was very complacent and strived to please her mother. But as she started getting older, she realized how different her life was compared to other children her age. And she hated it. And that was when Gypsy started to come up with a plan to get out from underneath her mother's thumb. Oh, shit. Most people who have heard this story, which I think probably is everyone by now. I think if you're a subscriber to a true crime podcast, you're aware of. Yeah. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, GRB. So a lot of people think that, you know, Gypsy was in on it. Like she was in on the lie. And like, I guess to a certain degree, that's kind of true. Yeah. But I mean, as a kid, you really know from right from wrong when their number one teacher. Three months old was when her first fucking diagnosis. Yeah. I mean, so I personally wouldn't find her complacent in that, even though sure, technically she was, she knew how to eat and knew how to walk. But no, I think that there's so much mental that's and your physical trauma though, too. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. fucking, what are you going to do? You're going to stand up and show everybody that you can walk. And then what, where, where do you go home to? Yeah. Yeah. And Didi had also been telling her the entire time that her father was highly abusive i was just gonna say i wonder if the mom was talking shit about the old man because that would be her logic the logical step would be to go to your dad and and rod said that like when he first would come to see her like she sometimes her hand would be shaking like she was Mm. so scared to be around him Mm. so you know some people i i guess think that gypsy was in on it until she wasn't and that's when she snapped but that's not the case gypsy had run away from Didi a time before this to be with a much older man, which is fucking gross. Anyways, mm. he was like, he thought she was like 15 and he was 36. So like, woof. Ugh. But they, uh, they met at like one of these. Internet. It's like a Star Wars kind of oh, like a yeah. Comic-Con kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. And then Gypsy had talked to him and she was like, I'm going to come stay there. And then it turned out that. So he was staying with friends. He didn't have a car. He didn't have anything. Like he was really, he was killing it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Didi knew the friends that he was staying with. So like when she started like calling around, it got back to them and they said like, come get her. Right. So there's a lot more to go over. We're going to go over this guy who she met at the Cosmicon thing. His name is Dan. (laughs) Cosmicon. I love it. (laughs) But all of that stuff is going to be safe for next time because we Ooh. are cutting it off here. And um, where are we going? Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why the Mexican food is so good in Holland Landing? Uh, no. So uh, Holland Landing, Ontario, Bradford is um, there's a Holland Marsh. So oh my god, it's the biggest. It's the biggest fucking vegetable culture in yeah. Canada, I think. Maybe so they, in the world. They hire migrant workers from Mexico. To come up like authentic Mexicans work the fields up here. They enjoy the area. They meet a girl, settle down, and now you've got two third generation now Mexican Canadians in the small town. Do you think that Noah at the restaurant we're going to, like, maybe still needs to meet a girl or like, what do you think? <laughs> he settled down enough. What do you think? It's of- enough. Okay, so he's not okay. Fine. I have, That's a, fine. That's I have fine. a feeling you're more attracted to the restaurant and want to marry the Imagine restaurant I married more than a, Noah. Like a restaurant you're googling can you marry a restaurant can you marry a i would cuisine? be definitely on one of your fucking stupid shows you watch. <laughs> yeah. i married a restaurant 
Uh, <laughs> quick side note, check out season one of Prison Brides. Oh, Fantastic. God. With Trashy Lynn. Oh, God. My girl. You, you need to explain that. My girl. Uh, there's a girl that looks like Lynn on the show Prison Brides. It is fantastic. And she left her kid in Australia to go meet a convict What's her name? Erin, isn't it? I forget. I call her Trashy Lynn. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really enjoy that. <laughs> I love that she left her kid to get laid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, okay. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>